So in terms of uh, my story and my experience with the Marshall, it really begins with uh, who I am and where I'm from, right? I am uh, originally from Mexico City, and I was actually born in Mexico City, and my story begins there because when I was born, I was only born into just one parent, never meeting my um, biological father. To this day, I don't know his name or do not know anything about this guy, and I was born into a very uh, uh, poor society, right? Uh, it was just my mom, my mom's mom, uh, and my older brother and myself. And uh, growing up again, we didn't really have uh, a, a place that I can call, you know, a, a home. Except we did have a place we were staying, and and it was uh, no bigger than 250 square feet. In this house, and then I call it our, our, our house because really that's what it, it was to us. We didn't really own the land; we we're actually renting this. And again, it was just for the four of us, no more than 250 square feet. And it was made out of plywood, sheet metal, no electricity, no running water, uh, no carpet, no flooring. We were literally right on top of the dirt. And this was our house. This was our, our, our place that, you know, we were doing or we're trying to build memories. And to talk about memories, there's one time that I remember when I was just a few months after I turned three, my mom decided to take her leap of faith and she decided to uh, migrate to the States, leaving me behind with my older brother and my grandmother. And one of the things that I remember from that moment is I started thinking like, what, what happened here? Like, why would my mom leave, right? And as a kid, you don't understand those things, except as a kid, you see it as a, someone is abandoning you, right? It's, it's an, an abandonment issue. And so nevertheless, it was a pivotal moment in my life. And I think that was probably one of my, my first things that I encountered when my mom left because unfortunately or fortunately however you want to see it we were forced to start working or i was forced to start working at an early age and so we used to uh do a lot of things with my grandma and my older brother and one of the things that we would do is we'll do uh, uh, uh cookies donuts taquitos and we actually sell them at the tianguis or like similar to like a flea market so that we can actually uh make make money and, and be able to have uh, food on the table Unfortunately, there were times that we wouldn't really sell a whole lot of stuff, and uh, we had what I consider to be our uh, specialty dish, which is a tortilla with just uh, a couple of uh, grains of salt, and that's all we had for days in and days out uh, for us to eat. And the good thing that I would say is that my grandmother was very uh, big on education, so we never dropped out of school. Except again, I didn't have a childhood because I would go to school, come out of uh, school, do my homework. And then I had to work to be able to uh, uh, make, create, generate money. I didn't have the luxury to go out and play with the kids uh, in, from the neighborhood or do any of that stuff. As a matter of fact, if I did any of that, I would get punished. Um, I do uh, remember one time I did that and my mom, my, my grandmother, who I used to call my mom, my grandmother came out and just uh, got a, a, a leather belt and started beating me to get back to work. Because again, I, I now see it. I recognize that I, I didn't have the luxury to, to do anything uh, outside of that. Uh, nevertheless, we I said we uh, graduated from uh, selling stuff at the, at the flea market just because we were not making money. And so my uh, grandmother decided to uh, buy us a sewing machine, one for herself, one for my uh, older brother, and one for, my, my, uh, for herself. And so the idea was that we were uh, sewing clothing and we will uh, do a, a huge 50-gallon bag of, of clothing and we'll take that on the bus for about an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, to the factory and then uh, hopefully you know our hope was that we wouldn't get robbed and then take that there so we can actually get paid and have money to survive 
it wasn't until the age of 10 that uh, I got uh, uh, reconnected with my mom. My, my, my mom actually had the ability to bring us to the States and I came to the States illegally. It took me about two and a half weeks to, uh, to cross the border. And when I came to the States at the age of 10, I was going through what I would consider to be another uh, uh, turning point of my life and not knowing the language, not having friends, being in a place that I didn't recognize for the first time in my life, I didn't have to work. And so I had all these different things, except again, sometimes we uh, we are, are too comfortable with what we're doing that we're afraid or we have the fear of being uncomfortable and uh, taking a different uh, direction in our lives. And for me, that that's what it was. I was uncomfortable being here in, in the United States and having the ability to not having to work and having the ability to have clothes and, you know, having the ability to have a future. I was uncomfortable with that because of the fear of the unknown. And I was comfortable being poor, not having anything. And I wanted to go back to Mexico. And I'm glad that they didn't send me uh, to the place that I, I was born into and or was used to, which is being very comfortable. And I had to face being uncomfortable and the fear of dealing with uh, discrimination and bullying and all these different things. Yet again, I embrace it. I surrender. And this is one of the lessons that I learned from Marshall. Surrender not to give up. Surrender to uh, understand. Surrender to see things from a different perspective and take a different direction. And so that's what I did. And so within two years, by the age of 12, I was able to speak the language. I was able to communicate. I would say I became a schoolboy. And uh, fast forward a couple of years later, at the age of 15, I was dating a girl and I ended up uh, getting her pregnant. At the age of 16, I was having my first daughter. And one of the things that came to mind is, wow, I'm just a kid having a kid. It's only been five years that I came to the States and five years, five and a half years, and I'm now having a kid. How am I going to do this? What am I going to do? And so I decided to uh, continue to work. And I told my daughter's mom and I gave her, I gave her a promise. I said, I promise you that my daughter, our daughter is not going to have to work the way I did as a kid. And she's going to have the possibilities in everything that I didn't have as a kid. And she will never have to suffer the way I did. And uh, I made that my mission. I made that my purpose, uh, my, my, my dedication. And so I, I, I did that and continue to do that. And uh, as I got into my early 20s, I went through a lot, many different ups and downs uh, that uh, really, I believe sometimes the decisions and choices that we make will determine the quality of life that we have. And um, and I did some really, uh, I would consider bad choices, although I see them as lessons now, uh, that took me through a different journey. Uh, I got involved on uh, real estate investing at an early age. I was doing that for a while. Then I, I moved up and I also was working for a corporate uh, uh, company worldwide. And uh, I had my I have my MBA degree, and then uh, around uh, 2017, uh, I was already very active in real estate investing, working my nine to five uh, at this uh, uh, again logistics company. And I decided to go to a uh, a real estate seminar uh, down here in Los Angeles, over 10,000 people, and uh, and I was there to see a couple other speakers. And then there was this one guy that came to speak. He first had a, a very uh, funny show, and is that's the name of the show. Uh, uh, funny, funny show, hypnotic show. And uh, I, I had a blast. I was laughing. It was amazing. I said, man, I, I really want to uh, see what this guy is going to teach us tomorrow because he, he's, you know, having this show that is really entertaining. Except at the end, he said, if you want to learn how I'm doing this thing so that you can influence other people and then you can get whatever you want, 
make sure you're here for my my presentation the following day. And sure enough, I was there, one of the first ones. Um, again, we're 10,000 people, and he delivered what he, he calls missing peace to millions. And I got to tell you, he blew my mind away just by the things that he was talking about in that 90 minutes. There was so much uh, truth that was said. On top of that, again, this there was probably over 8,000 to 10,000 people at this uh, seminar. And he uh, he uh, did an offer to go to Turning Point. And with that offer, I saw so many people that got up from their seat and went to the back table and signed up for Turning Point. And I said, this guy has something that I have never seen in my life. And it was the power of influence or the power of being able to uh, influence people in a positive way that they wanted to buy his product. And so I said, I want to go too. And I was one of those guys. And I actually ended up buying uh, that. And then uh, with that, I went to the two and a half day event called Turning Point. And he just blew my mind. And I said, this is the missing piece that I'm missing. I need this guy in my life to help me with my real estate investing and help me get uh, through uh, other challenges that I was going through. So I ended up buying his mentoring program. Uh, and since then, I've been working with Marshall. And one of the things that he has done for me, not only has he helped me become more confident and, and, and create more confidence for myself, he has uh, he uh, gave me the, the knowledge to be able to leave my very well over six-figure paying job, uh, my nine-to-five job, and become a full-time entrepreneur. Since then, I published 18 books. I am also now a uh, public speaker. I, I get the opportunity to also get on stages, and this was all based on Marshall training me on how to do that. And I've made a lot of different connections all over the world uh, based on just being in some of his seminars. I've met people from uh, Canada, Australia, London, Mexico that have come to his seminar, and these are people that are playing at a higher level. And so for me, it's not just about the confidence. It's not just about the, the speaking that I've been able to do. It's about the opportunities that have come from this uh, seminar and, and working with Marshall and more so the teachings, the principles, the, the, the ideas, and, and, and also the, the ability to see things from a different perspective. I think he really drilled down to me a, a couple of different things on my unconscious mind that has allowed me to see things uh, in a more positive way and also pay more attention to the things that are going on. So definitely, uh, I highly recommend anybody uh, learning more about Marshall Silver, and they can go to the website uh, below.